This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into these early Week 13 lines in the National Football League, Chelsea. Cardinals and the Panthers on a bye this week. So we begin with Thursday night football. The Bills and the Patriots, we finally get a good game. Bills minus five. Bills minus 210 on the money line. The Patriots plus 170 total set at 43 and a half. This line open, Bills minus five and a half. So we're seeing some Patriots money come in. Do you buy that? I feel like it's just a matter of the spread being pretty big. And we've seen the Bills kind of struggle to cover some big spreads lately. So I think this is a primetime game. I think the defense comes to play because that's been the thing about the Patriots. Their defense is pretty Mm -hmm. tough. Uh, Even though they didn't cover against the Vikings, did they? I'm pretty sure they did not. Uh, That was the one play on Thanksgiving that I think I got wrong. Uh, But, yeah, I think it's tough to pick against the Bills, but this line is moving quickly because it's already down to four and a half, it looks like, on the graphic. So it was down – it was – uh, five and a half, and now it's already down to four and a half. So it looks like we are seeing some money come in on the Patriots getting four and a half at home, which I don't know. Uh, it's over a field goal, uh, quite a few points for the Patriots. Like I said, a, a team that's been pretty good and solid defensively speaking, but offensively, I don't know if they can hang with the Bills, which I, I'm sure Joe Public everywhere is saying that. Uh, so I believe that the pub- public money will probably come back in on the Bills. I don't know. I don't think I've made a decision here yet. Yeah, this line is fluctuating now back up to Bills minus five. So right now we're going to see this sort of vacillate right there around five points. And I know you've said before the five is sort of a sneaky key number. We'll see how that evolves. Let's go to Sunday and start with the early afternoon games here. Oh, man. Do we really want to start with Packers at the Bears, Chelsea? Do you even want to talk about this game? Is it worth it? I think it is interesting just because of the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Packers are laying three points. The Packers are minus 155 on the Monday line. The Bears are plus 125. The total set of 42. This line open Packers minus two and a half. So a little Green Bay money coming in. And yesterday, this number was not on the board. And I think it was because the odds makers were trying to figure out, is Aaron Rodgers going to play or not? It looks like he's going to power through that rib injury. Initially, he thought he had a punctured lung because he couldn't breathe on the field. He had x-rays. He does not have a punctured lung, so it looks like he's going to try and give it a go. Right, and the purpose of talking about these lines early in the week is so you can catch some of these lines before they move dramatically. I think once it is for sure that Aaron Rodgers is playing, which I think probably he will, it sounds like from the quotes that I'm reading that he is going to uh, try to do his best to play, and he is a, a pretty tough guy. I feel like he has played through injuries before, and plus, it's the Bears. We all know You're that right. Aaron Rodgers loves to, number one, talk trash about the Bears and also beat the brakes off the Bears as well. So I think maybe if you like the Packers here, this is where you go ahead and take this one early in the week because it's probably going to move, and especially when it's on that key number of three, you probably want to get it before it goes to three and a half. What other games on the board, at least in the afternoon slate, intrigue you here? And we should mention that it looks like the Bears are going to be without Justin Fields, so that has a factor in why this line seems a little low or maybe seems a little high because the Packers have been so bad this season. I'm just going to stay away from that one altogether. But what else on the board in the afternoon slate sort of makes your ears prick up a little bit? Yeah, here's the shocker of the week. The Commanders laying two and a half on the road at the Giants. 
what on earth? I literally had to double check this line on MGM. <laughs> I was like, God, somebody didn't have enough coffee this morning. They put that the commanders were favored. So I get it. The commanders are a hot team. They've won six of their last seven games, but I think this is where it ends. And the fact that they're laying points here on the road, that implies they're quite a bit better, at least according to the odds makers, when it comes to uh, this game against the Giants. Because the Giants are home dogs. What are we doing? At least I'm going to throw the Giants in a teaser because I don't think that the commanders are going to be blowing out the Giants at least. So I think that's the one game that really caught my eye. Well, what surprises me is this line opened commanders minus one and a half. So Washington money has pushed this to commanders minus two and a half. I just don't see it. And what I thought was interesting is that yesterday, Sam Howell was trending on Twitter. And I'm like, why in the world is Sam Howell trending? Because he's the backup for the Washington commanders. And there was a big debate going on that, yes, Taylor Heineke is winning but maybe Sam Howell should go in and this commander's team should be even better. And I thought, this is a ridiculous argument. Like, this is all just hypothetical. You've won six out of seven. I don't give a sip about Sam Howell right now. If you're a commander's person, a commander's fan, you just want this team to keep winning. Whoa, let's go back to this argument. So people are saying that they need a quarterback change. And this is a team that's won six of seven. Yes, I don't there was know a whole debate. I don't know heard the phrase that says, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. What are we doing, Washington? Are they just trying to stick to their theme of just, you know, being the most disappointing franchise in the entire NFL by saying, hey, our fans are cheering for something? It's time to put an end to that. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. I just rolled my eyes and thought, this is ridiculous. Titans at the Eagles. I know you want to talk about this game. Eagles laying five and a half points. The Eagles minus 250 on the money line. Titans plus 200 at BetMGM and the total at 44 and a hook. This spread has come down from Eagles minus six. A little Titans money sprinkled in there and the total has come up from 44. So just a half point. I really do like the Titans here. I think the Eagles probably win this game. We've seen over the past, what, Two or three weeks, Chelsea, where the Eagles, despite their incredible start, haven't really been covering, and I feel like they're a little overvalued, whereas the Titans, despite their loss, have been playing really good football. I would take Tennessee in the spot. I think so, too. Just a, a matter of too many points, I think. We have seen this Titans team even decimated, even when Malik Willis was starting at, at quarterback. Uh, keep it close with some of the best teams in the NFL. We saw it against the Chiefs, so I think you have to give Mike Vrabel some credit here. And plus, it's a team that's 8-3 and three against the spread this year. They have been really good at covering numbers. Meanwhile, the Eagles were a half point away from failing to cover the number for three straight games. They did cover against the Packers, but only by a half point. So I think the numbers are catching up to the Eagles. The good thing for the Titans is that the Eagles' run defense is beatable. Like, they're not terrible, but still, you can run the ball against the Eagles, and we all know that's what the Titans want to do. Even if the matchup isn't good, that's what the Titans are going to do. Uh, But the only problem, I think, is maybe the Eagles' secondary presents a problem for Ryan Tannehill and this receiving core that if you can't get the passing game going, it's really tough to continue to give the ball to Derrick Henry. We saw in that game against the Bengals in which he was tackled behind the line of scrimmage in some of those plays. Mm -hmm. So when they know the run is coming – even the best running back in the entire face of the earth, you know, isn't going to beat that kind of coverage. So maybe the Eagles have a good game plan here, but I still think the Titans can keep it close enough to cover this five and a half point spread. Let's look at the afternoon slate on Sunday. 
Dolphins at the 49ers. This should be a good Ooh. one. Niners laying three and a half points. Niners minus 185 on the money line at Bad MGM. Dolphins plus 150. Total set at 46 and a half. Chelsea, I feel like the public is going to be all over the Dolphins here. I'm going to be on the Niners, and I'm going to ride that defense. Wouldn't you take a long, hard look at the under if you like the Niners in this one? If you think the Niners yeah. can slow down this Dolphins offense that's been so good, because this is like a superhero movie, like a, mm -hmm. the meeting of two unstoppable forces <laughs> when you have this Dolphins offense going against this Niners defense that, what, hasn't given up a single point in the second half in four straight games? Some crazy stat like that? So I think this is going to be a game where maybe I set this one aside and actually just watch it. Do you ever do that when you see a great game on the slate and you're like, I don't want to have to sweat, you know, an under <laughs> or a player prop in this one because I actually want to watch the game and I don't want to be distracted by like, I need one more catch from this guy. I need one more yard from this guy. <laughs> so maybe this will be my treat yourself, stay away game of the week. Here's what you do. You get yourself a pumpkin spice latte. You kick back. You don't bet. And you just enjoy the game. Treat yourself, Chelsea. What about the Chiefs and the Bengals? This should be a good one. That's in Cincinnati. Chiefs are laying two and a half points. Chiefs minus 145 on the money line. Bengals plus 120 total at 52 and a hook at Bet MGM. This line opened Kansas City laying three. So now down to two and a half. The total is up from 51 and a half. I have to say... I'm kind of on the Cincinnati side here, and I know everyone's going to be on the Chiefs, even though the early money has knocked this spread down. But I think we're – did I say I'm on the Chiefs? I'm on the Bengals. I feel like that we are sleeping on Cincinnati because the AFC is so dominated by, you know, by the Bills, and the Titans have looked good, and obviously the Chiefs. And you look in the NFC, you see the Eagles – the Bengals are quietly playing very good football. Joe Mixon is going to be back. Jamar Chase should be back. It's in Cincinnati. I think the Bengals are the right side here. Yeah. Are we living in a matrix? Isn't this a deja vu situation of mm -hmm. last year in the postseason? The Bengals beat the Titans. Who do they have next? The Chiefs. Guess what they did to the Chiefs last year? They beat them. I'm not expecting it to be, you know, the same scenario, but I do think this is a great teaser spot for the Bengals. If you can tease them six points all the way up to plus eight and a half, I think that's a great spot. Get eight and a half points with this Bengals team that has a chance to win this one outright at home. I think that's a great spot. I think you do like a big cat teaser where you do uh, the Bengals and also I believe the Jaguars who are getting a point. On the road against the Lions, you tease them up to seven. So getting them at a touchdown, I think that's going to be my teaser of the week. The Big Cat teaser. The Jags. Oh. The Bengals. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lions. And the Lions have to say there's three cats in, in, in two games, Chelsea. You got to trademark that to make yourself Lions. I know I'm you are, but you got Lions. another cat in there. You got to trademark that, I'm telling you. Monday Night Football. Saints at the Bucks. Bucks minus three and a half. Bucks minus 190 on the money line. Saints plus 155. Total 40 and a half. This line open. Bucks minus five and a half. Immediately money coming in on New Orleans. So we've seen it go from Bucks minus six to Bucks minus five and a half to Bucks minus three and a half. Nobody believes in Tampa right now. Yeah, and the Saints usually have their number. Isn't that the, the case? I remember that was my theory for the saints possibly winning 
the NFC South, which was not a good theory. But still, the Saints usually play the Bucks pretty closely. That defense somehow has Tom Brady's number, and just about everybody has. So uh, I do think the Saints are probably the right side. They should just cancel the NFC South this season. You guys, yeah. it's over. You're all canceled. We'll see you next season. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.